Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi, it's Natalie G. Natalie Sean, yes, it's Chatting with Nat, and today we have Afro country artist Seche. Seche is an Afro country singer with a background in engineering and expertise in diversity, equity, and inclusion. She leverages music and art in building bridges that drive more inclusive communities. Her latest song, Black Country Girl, defies stereotypes and inspires authenticity. She has performed around the world at various venues, including the annual Human Rights Summit at the United Nations headquarters in New York City, the International Leadership Conference in Seoul, South Korea, and the African Leadership Summit in Cape Town, South Africa, organized by the Royal House of Mandela. Let's give her a round of applause for Seche. Hi, Seche. How are you doing? Hi, I am doing good. How are you doing? I'm still alive. Wonderful, wonderful. (laughs) Um, Can you hear me? Yeah, no, I can hear you fine. So how have you been? How have you been during this? This thing called this pandemic 2020. <laughs> oh my God, it was it was rough. It's been rough, but you know I'm pulling through. I'm pulling through. I'm an extrovert, so quarantine was uh, was 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 not good for me. <laughs> no, I can understand. It was that. not good for me, but I survived. Yeah. There are a lot of people that are um, extroverts that this couldn't handle this whole thing. Let me keep inside, don't go out, don't look at anybody kind of thing. And it, it, it's really sad. There's some people that just couldn't handle it and they they ended up killing themselves, which is tragic. Um, but, oh, no, that's really uh, sad. Um, but during this time, we've definitely learned a lot about ourselves, about people in our communities, people around the world. Um, one of the things that I've learned mm-hmm. is there are a lot of good people and there are a lot of people that just are not nice. Um, I learned a lot mm-hmm. about friends that I don't have anymore. I learned a lot about new friends. Wait, that I sorry, have. say that again. You learned a lot about what? Uh, a lot about my old friends that I don't have anymore because okay. I learned a lot more about uh-huh. them. Um, and then uh-huh. I gained a lot of new friends because during mm-hmm. the pandemic, what happened in this time is that we had the pandemic, then we had the elections. You know, everybody has the right to a point of view, but, you know, some people take it to another mm-hmm. level, another level. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you either decided not to engage or you just had to let it out. I, I did both. Um, at the end of the day, you know, I just stopped engaging with ignorant people. Um, yeah, so we have, it is so, mentally draining. Oh, <laughs> it is. And, but what's sad is that sometimes you sit there and the friends you thought you knew, you really didn't know them. Right. That 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 was right. I think the shocking thing for me. You know, especially yeah. One of the things I tell people, I'm not going to be be your black token friend. Okay, you're trying to have uh-huh. the same 
you have the black friend credit. No, you're not using me for that. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I got out mm-hmm. of it. And I uh, decided what I'm going to be, you know, how I'm going to be in this music world. And uh, I'm going to be an effective player. I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to try to bring people together. So during the pandemic, did you have time to think about um, what you want to do with your music, how you want to be perceived as an artist? Yes, absolutely. Um, As an artist, I like to be perceived as a bridge builder and Mm -hmm. as someone who appreciates different cultures. because that's 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 kind of what I do in my daily life. So I like to ha- I like to have that reflect in my music as well, and use that to inspire other people to build bridges. I love that. I love that because we yes. you know we definitely we definitely need those bridges. We definitely need them. Absolutely. Um, yes. When you, yes. You, I think we totally do. When you look out in the world, you're just like, oh my gosh, how did we get here? Well, I can tell you how. But <laughs> that's a whole nother story. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. Yes, you know, that is a whole nother story. Things were bad before, yeah. but you give it a voice, it can get cray cray, and it's still not toning down. So we need people like you and me and other people that are trying to build bridges, mm-hmm. that are trying to bring bring back the idea of love through music, um, mm-hmm. and 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 showing people that no matter who you are, woman, man, gay, straight, whatever, uh, that you can make music. In any genre that mm-hmm. you want, it 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 shouldn't mm-hmm. be that you're country and people should shun you because you're trying to do country. It's music. I keep telling mm-hmm. people, it's not that serious. It's music. Music is supposed to bring people together. So I give Absolutely. you, a, you know, I applaud you for the fact that you are you are breaking the boundaries um, through the um, country music arena. Now, what? Is one thing you wish you had known before you started your music career? Oh, great question. I wish I had known the power of social media and what? I wish I had been more I wish I had been more willing to leverage it. <laughs> um and and also the power of an email list. Because I've had many people wanting to support me throughout the years, and I didn't know how to put them to work. <laughs> yeah. Um, so had I, I wish I had known um, how to leverage that um, over know, the years. Yeah. You make, you make I a good. I generally don't like social media, and but okay. to be in this work, you have to. That's you have right. to get into it. So. You do make a you make a good point about you know the people around you that wanted to support you. And using them that mm-hmm. and using them the right way because if you don't understand mm-hmm. the media platforms, you can't tell them what to do. You're like, okay, I'll get back to you, uh, but I'm still mm-hmm. trying to learn how to do this myself. Because um, the whole mm-hmm. social media, it's really interesting. Sometimes you have to look at all these algorithms, which I never do, and which I need to start doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to look at so many dynamics. I just like my whole thing, like you, like you. Is just to be authentic and real, mm-hmm. and put out the things that I want to mm-hmm. put out, and just work for the common good. We, we're both in the same mm-hmm. place. I agree with you that social mm-hmm. media, it'll drive us crazy. That's that's what it's meant to do. It's right. To, okay. What is the one common myth about the music field that you would you want to debunk? So the myth that people believe well, about 
Yeah, absolutely. And I also believe this myth that you just need to have a great song and then it's going to explode. <laughs> like, you just need to come up with a great song, have it well produced, and then that's it. That is totally a myth. Like a lot of the songs that are actually mainstream aren't as great as, as, as several of the songs that we've covered in the indie world. Yes. Yes. Um, that is a great myth. Um, the other thing I would add to that is that you have mm-hmm. to be a perfect singer to chart, to be a singer, to be anything in the music business. This is very that false. That is true. This is so that false. Is that, yeah. It is unbelievably false. Um, uh-huh. There are many people out there that can't sing a lick. Okay? Mm-hmm. But they have recording contracts. They're doing well. It's all about marketing. Mm-hmm. It's all about strategy. It's all about mm-hmm. how hard you work in this industry. That, is, that mm-hmm. can get you. could have not the greatest voice, but you could have the greatest lyrics. And it's how you project right. those lyrics out into the world. You could become a star. So I will add that one. Mm-hmm. Um, who are the three people who have Absolutely. the Absolutely. Yeah. Who are the three people who have been the most influential to you? My life in general or just in music? In music. The first would be my voice coach, um, Windwalker Dawn. Yeah. who is an amazing singer, voice coach, horse riding coach. She's also my horse riding teacher and coach. Um, right. And she's Native American and has just taught me a lot about culture and history. Like she, she has been more than this music mentor. She has been, she's been like family. She, she, she has been amazing to me. And she has brought my voice places I never thought it could go. <laughs> Yeah. So she's one of uh, my main influencers. And then we also have uh, Ms. Anita Temple in Mississippi because when I first so I have been writing songs all all my 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 life. Let's say since I was like sixteen, I started writing songs. But you know, I never thought I'd actually do anything with them. <laughs> I just like writing songs, but I had always been made fun of. People said I couldn't sing or dance or anything, so I thought, oh, art is not in my future. But I wrote songs anyway. Um, and then when I was in Mississippi, Miss Temple, who was a music teacher at the middle school, mm-hmm. she took a couple of my of my songs and put them to live, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Wow. And that was when I knew that this is going to be a profession. <laughs> That's awesome. And it was just a wonderful experience working with her and, and her students and just the community in general. I was like, this, this is an amazing experience and I want to continue doing it. Yeah. Mm. And then a third, a third influence whom I, I have no contact with, of course, um, is Michael Jackson. I love his music. I love the messages behind his music. Of course, I don't know him personally, and he doesn't know me. <laughs> but for right? sure, his music has influenced my life. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what would you say is the mi- biggest misconception about you? <laughs> that I've got it all together. All right. <laughs> People always think, you know, I, I, I've, got, I've got everything all together because I come off, um, I, I tend to be very comfortable in my own skin. Okay. Um, 
And so people think, oh, that means I've got everything about life under control. And, you know, and people always tell me, people comment about my social media posts. Because, like, when I post when I'm doing, uh, when I'm traveling or doing something that people do not anticipate that I should be doing, you know, right. seeing who I am, my race, my, where I'm from, and so on, we tend to put people in certain boxes. So when people see me doing stuff, they don't fit those boxes they have in their heads. You know, yeah. they're like full of praise, like, wow, I want to be like you and so on. And, and they come up with the impression that my life is all hunky-dory. <laughs> yeah. Whereas it's far from that. It has its own challenges just like anybody else. Um, and I, I do my best. <laughs> right. That's, that's all you can do. That's, what, that's all that yes. we all can do. Um, what is something yeah. about you that no one knows? That somebody would be surprised. Uh-oh. Other than that, I'm a black country girl. Other than you. That no one knows. I don't know if there's anything about me that absolutely no one knows. I tend to be an open book. Um, what is something about me that no one knows? You may. You, you probably have some other gift that somebody doesn't know. Um, let's see. Talent? What gives, sorry? Another talent? Something else that you're talented at? Right. I, I am pretty good at comedy. I haven't showcased that a lot yet. Um, but I have done stand-up comedy a few times. So I guess some people know. (laughs) All right. Um, yes. I, I'd love to hear, I'd love to see that comedy someday. That'll be interesting. You will see it. You will see it. <laughs> Absolutely. So I how... tend to use comedy a lot in my work, um, but I never thought I could actually do stand-up comedy until somebody, one of our employees, convinced me. And then I started trying it, and I was like, oh, this is fun. But at first I thought he was crazy when he was pushing right. me to do it. He actually booked a night for me, an open night, mic night, and um and he had to drag me there. <laughs> what is your favorite song? What is your favorite song to perform? I love performing Black Country Girl because yeah. it means a lot to me. <laughs> That's awesome. I love performing Black Country Girl. Sorry. I always, I always tell people it is important that when you whatever you create, you have to love. Uh-huh. Like I listen to my song over and over and over and I'll even say oh my god you go girl I'll say you go Natalie you did your thing on that song because if you don't love what you put out there's no point in putting it out uh-huh. because you mm-hmm. whatever you receive is what you put out and so mm-hmm. I, I looked at your video several times I think it's a great video I think it's a great song I think it's, it's great that you're getting into the country music scene I think it's just all around fabulous Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, I'm glad you love it. Yeah, no, it, it, you know what it is? It's very authentic. It's real. It's you. You're just showing your real true side. And that's why well, I keep telling people, this is what people are craving out there. They're craving something new. They're craving something different. But they're also craving people that are not afraid to be themselves. Yes, yes. And that's a challenge, right? Like it's a moment by moment decision. Yeah. 
No, it's a, yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, how do you feel the internet has impacted the music business? Sorry, I didn't hear the word. How did I feel what impacted the music business? How do you feel the internet has impacted the music business? Oh, oh, okay. So I overall, I think it's a very positive impact because it is, uh, to an extent, you know, compared to before, it's democratizing music. Um, to an extent, there's still a lot of hierarchy in, 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 in the music business. Mm-hmm. But at, at least it's given a chance now for people to make a living doing music without having a record level behind them. Before, I used to think in order to make money doing music, you have to be Beyonce. Or, right. or, you know, Rihanna, you know, I thought you have to have been a big star blown up in order to make money in music or in order to impact people. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that you can have a relatively small following and still make, um, and I say small compared to like those big names, we you know, um, and still be able to impact those people's lives and still be able to make a living doing music and doing what you love. So I think um, the internet has opened up these opportunities. It's still not easy to make music to to make a full time living of it per se, but it is possible if you if if you you know you know how to go about it if you have mentors and you have the support that you need, it is totally possible to live the life you love doing music. So we have the internet to thank for that. <laughs> amen, amen. Um, has the country music community embraced you? Yes, for the most part, but as I say yes, as in <laughs> those that I know. Do I have a massive? Do I have a massive new numbers of following online? Not yet. Not um, yet. However, <laughs> yeah, not yet. <laughs> not yet. We're gonna get there. Not yet, but I'm sure we'll get there. Yes. But as far as those um, within my vicinity, those I'm exposed to or who know me personally or who I've come across personally, um, I feel embraced. And of course, there's, there are some who, um, there, there's been a few people who think, oh, I, need a, I, I can't have an Afro-country fusion of messing up country music, you know. Um, right. but there's a few and far, and, and, and far between. And, and then, of course, there's those who are non-challenged. <laughs> Exactly. Um, but for the most part, um, I am I I I I feel embraced, and I've got a lot of participation. So in my song, I talk about the Hobo High Steppers, which is the group I used to dance with in Mississippi. Mm. And you know, they came out to help me um, to be part of the video. Um, and I've had some people here as well in San Diego from some different line dance groups uh, participate, perform with me, or be in the video and things like that. So I've had some support. Awesome, awesome. Uh, that's fan, that's fantastic. It's, it's not as much support as I want to have yet, so keep supporting, yes. y'all. <laughs> yes, that's right. You heard the word yes, 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 yes. Yes. Uh, yes. So what have you done thus far with the song Black Country Girls so that people can can know more about you? How have you marketed the song? So so far, I um, I just I posted it on on all my different social medias and right. um, and I keep uh, posting about it um, as well as using it. I've, I've been performing it at different places, so that's been good as well. Um, and uh, what else have I done? 
I have pitched it to some media outlets and some country outlets, and I connected my my music mentor connected me with her friend you, <laughs> and you gave me a lot of advice, which has been really helpful. And you also connected me with Beat Squared Management, which has been helping me get some um, uh, some press coverage as well as some playlistings. And right. um, and they're working on licensing and things like that. So, um, yeah, we're getting the word out there. <laughs> and thank yeah. you so much for your role in that. I am so appreciative of that. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad to help. That's, you know, it's called Sisters in Music. Yeah. We're, we're sisters here together. We are stronger. That Absolutely. is our All right. So for our audience. Absolutely. Just- and there's one more thing um, okay. I am doing to get the song out, but also not just the song, but most importantly, the message. So I am launching a challenge um, next week on Oxymoron Day. So July 30th is Oxymoron Day. Um, and so I am launching a, an authenticity challenge. Because, you know, the story behind my song is I, I, I used to think being a black country girl was an oxymoron. And many people right. do think being a black country girl is an oxymoron. But that's not because it actually is an oxymoron. That's because of the lack of representation of black people in country, right. um, Western music and culture. Even though one in five cowboys in the good old days in, in, the, in, the, in, the wild, in the wild west were black, but we don't hear about those people in the mainstream. So um, that's why many of us thought being black and country is an oxymoron. So I'm launching this authenticity challenge um, as a challenge to ask people to showcase their quote-unquote oxymorons, because sometimes those are not actually oxymorons. Those are more like lack, it's, it's usually due to lack of representation. So, right. so yes, yeah, so hopefully, um, hopefully this challenge will get that message out more and as well, and, and, and as well as the song. That's fantastic. You hear it, heard it here. And I also got the email <laughs> from uh, Jordan. I haven't replied to her yet because I've been so crazy busy, but she is doing her work. She's trying to get it out there for you. Um, so tell our audience what Black Country Girl is about. Sorry, I didn't hear the first part. Tell, our audience, tell our audience what Black Country Girl is about. Okay, okay. Tell our audience what Black Country Girl is about. So Black Country Girl is pretty much about my experience living in the South in Mississippi. So I have asked my friend who is, who is, who is, is African-American to teach me how to sing like her. And no matter how hard she tried to teach me and no matter how hard I tried to sing like her, um, mm-hmm. she kept saying, honey, you sound so country. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't want to sound country. I want to sound like you. And she said, it's okay. You sound country and you do a lot of country things. Embrace it. So I did go around town carrying out um, informal interviews, asking people if they identified as country, and if so, what made them country. And then the engineer in me had to put that data together in order to believe it, and I discovered I was 87.39% country. <laughs> so then I wrote a song describing, um, just describing how uh, uh, the things that made me identify as country, you know, so um, talking about my experience in the South, how people were welcoming, and, you know, they, they feed you a lot as if you've never eaten before, <laughs> and, and how we love, you know, sweet iced tea, and, and, we, and, and we fry a lot, and mm-hmm. we go horseback riding, and many different things, 
so I the the Thong Black Country Girl is really this embracing and integration of cultures. So both my African culture and the country Western culture. Like I didn't have to lose my African culture in order to love and embrace country Western culture. Um, so that's what it's about. It's about a celebration of authenticity, embracing all of who I am, and loving it. <laughs> Awesome stuff. All right. So and, we're going and by to... the way, to participate in the Authenticity Challenge, go to go.blackcountrygirl.com and, and learn more and also sign up, you know, enter your email so you can join my street team of bridge builders. Awesome song. All right. We're going to have a word from our sponsor and we're going to play the song. Hold on one second. Hi, it's Jordan and Madison, and we're Jay Madison out of Nashville, Tennessee. We'd love to tell you about B-Squared Management, artist services by artists for artists. Get your press, branding, single release, and sync success plan now at bsquaredmgmt.com. And listen up to our latest single, Down, now on Spotify.
Fantastic, fantastic. I love that. Feel I feel like going to buy some some cowboy boots now. Oh, cool. <laughs> I need to get some cowboy boots and get my groove together. What is, what is it about um being an artist? What is it that you love most about being an artist? I love the ability to just create, to like, you know, not um so just let yourself go. As an artist, I feel like um, I'm able to, like, push the bounds of, you know, expectations, like, oh, I should be what I should be. And so I, I love just being able to create. I, I, I love being able to get into my feelings <laughs> um, and just let myself go. That's what yeah. I love most about it, how it helps. And it is very healing for me, mm. super, super healing. Yes, no, it is definitely, music has so much power in it, um, and mm-hmm. one of the biggest things is to heal. I mean, with music, you can laugh, you can cry, you can dance, you mm-hmm. can get angry, you can just, I mean, it motivates you, and it motivates you. It motivates you, depending on yes. the song you're listening to, it motivates you to get off your butt and do things. No, I agree with you 100%. Right. It's, it's just a, a very powerful force. Um, Absolutely. What do you you think about women in the music industry? Um, Obviously, we've had to fight to get to the top. Um, How long, how far do you think we have to go to be seen and heard? Especially country music. We're making strides right now. Right. Well, we have so much. Right. I was gonna say it depends on the genre. (laughs) Yeah. I think I think country music has a longer way to go, and and. Yeah, we're hearing more women now than we used to hear before. Um, but also, there is even the 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 barrier of race is also very real, even more real than the barrier of being a woman in country music. <laughs> um, so, but I'm seeing that there is some effort being made, you know, by some of the artists who are popular in the genre to make the genre more inclusive. So we'll see where that goes. Um, hopefully it wasn't just something that was done for a hot minute because Black Lives right. Matter was hot last summer. You know, exactly. hopefully there's this actual strategic and, and systematic um, push to help uh, make the brand, the genre more inclusive. Now, and, yeah. and, 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 and thanks to trailblazers like you and some of the other black women who've been in Africana and in you know, Americana and, and, and country, um, it's paving the way, you know, making it easier for for more people to come. Yeah, I, I see that. At, what was it? The CMA Awards? Um, was it the CMA? I think it was the CMA Awards where they um, had a lot of black artists on there, which was fantastic. I think Gladys Knight uh, performed with Mickey Guyton, um, and mm-hmm. they had Kane Brown was one of their hosts as well. So they're trying to show that they're inclusive. However, they I agree with you. They have ooh, they have a lot of ooh, they have a long ways to go. And I'm glad that they're trying yes. the, those efforts. But one of the things I wish they had done, because I thought about this, Mickey Guyton on mm-hmm. Twitter posts some of the vile, vile tweets that she gets from people that don't want her in uh the mm-hmm. country 
seen. Like she posted something recently that the person was like, you need to get out of the country. Who cares about this black like me stuff? I mean, the person was, was, um, was just very nasty. And I think that during the show, yeah. they should have they posted um, with that tweet. Because I don't think people truly understand, especially in the country music scene, the amount of racism that comes from a lot of these bands that just don't want black people in it. But if they knew the history of, of music, period, they would un understand uh, black people started a lot of this stuff. Um, and Absolutely. If, if I were the other country music artist, one of the things I would say is they need to put something out. Look, if you are the type of person that is putting this kind of message out, we don't need you as fans. Because right. I, you, why would you want somebody that's so derogatory, you know, um, towards right. another artist just because she's black in the country? Right, right. The other thing right. is what I noticed is that obviously for uh, Black History Month, they created a um, playlist that have, you know, a, black, a bunch of black artists. I'm sorry. That's not good enough. And, you know, for me, that's just a cop-out. Why not put those black mm -hmm. artists on your main Spotify playlist? Why does it have to mm -hmm. be they are just, you just created this black, um, this black playlist? Oh, for, for Black History Month. Right. We don't, we don't need that crap. <laughs> we want to be on the main right. Spotify playlist. Don't, don't try to say, okay, we've done our, see, and I believe that's, that's where they're trying to show where we've done our part. No. <laughs> mhm. Mm We're more than that. Absolutely. And I've I've gotten some of those kind of messages too, like the ones Mickey Guyton shared. I've gotten some of those, you know. Oh, really? Um and and yeah. People saying get out of here, nigger and calling me and I am not kidding. I am not the, kidding. Here's the thing. Those are the things that you need to do a reel. Like reels or TikTok. You take those messages, you create a video with them so that they can see them and show the mm -hmm. world, show the world mm -hmm. the racism in the country because people, some people just don't believe it. They just don't believe it. And yep. you will see so many people come to your page and support you because people, people need, this is what I'm telling you, people need to be shown that stuff in their face mm -hmm. to, show, to show, one, you're going to show that you're not bothered by these tweets or whatever, and that you're still going to do mm -hmm. your And the other thing is you're going to show the world these people exist, and it needs to stop. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's right. just that. Oh, you're better than me because I would have cursed those people out. Um, <laughs> just, I just, I just ignore them. And then, so <laughs> another thing that I've been struggling with with country music lately is so since I came to America, I've loved country music. Actually, I loved it before I even coming to America because my dad right. is into country. Um, but like in the last year, just the vile open racism, in fact, not even just the last year, the last four years or so, just the racism that we've seen coming from some of these people who associate themselves with country um, <laughs> has made me, it, it, it has made me have almost, it, it made me have like, a, 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 I get triggered. So it's funny. Here I am in country, in, in, in cowgirl boots, cowgirl hat with plaid shirt, walking around, and I see another person dressed like me down the street, and I'm terrified. I hear country music coming out of someone's car, and I'm terrified, you know. And I'm no. trying to, like, break through that trauma. Like, 
to not have to be scared of what I love just because no. several people in that world uh, uh, are not that. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have, you know what? You just have to know that you are well protected. There is nothing that anybody can do to you. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Just know that. Know that in your heart. Know that in your mind. Know that in your soul. This is what you have to understand. Absolutely. You can't let somebody take away your passion from you because they're ignorant. Mm-hmm. And, and it's good that you ignore them. Mm-hmm. I think those people, ignoring those people is one of the greatest things. But Natalie, me, <laughs> would have to have mm-hmm. a couple words that they wouldn't like. And then I would blast it all over Twitter and so that people could know <laughs> that this was coming to me. And so those people could blast uh-huh. them. And I would tag all of mm-hmm. the other mainstream country artists to show them. I would send it to CMT. I would send it to CMA. I would send it to all. Mm-hmm. And then I would ask them, what are you going to do about this? Because that's just right. Yeah. Um, we're going to play your song, Batuo. What is that about? Okay. Uh, Batuo means welcome. Batuo. So that's in my language. My my language is called Kenyang. Now that's okay. not Kenyan like the country. <laughs> Um, it's Kenyang and it's spoken in Cameroon by the Bayangi tribe. So this song is just about welcoming people, um, wherever they are. You know, if you're coming to my party, I want you to feel welcome. If you're coming to my home, if you're coming to my country, to my town. So it's really about how do we not only make people feel welcome, but also help uh, create a sense of belonging. Now, creating a sense of belonging is a lot more involved than just making someone feel welcome. You can make someone feel welcome in the moment by being nice and polite and so on. But to make someone feel like they belong, you also need to look at what is the overall environment, what are the systems, what are the structures. Because you can act nice in front of me and all that, but at the end of the day, you're not changing any of the policies (laughs) to actually um, um, make me feel like you're not not actually sharing power. You're You're not changing anything systematically or structurally. To, to, to make me um, be be able to succeed. But you're good at being nice up front. So, um, yes. um, but anyway, this song is just about feeling welcome um, and by extension, belonging. All right, we're going to play it right now.
I love that song because it reminds because my family's from Haiti and it reminds me of the Haitian. Oh, yeah. My family. Oh, that's wonderful. They're from Haiti. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm glad you love it. One of my very good friends is from uh, Haiti. Sheila. Yeah. So I, I get to learn a little bit. Yeah, I was to it. I was listening <laughs> to it. Just love it, love it, love it, love it. Well, well, Sete, thank you so much for being on Chatting with Nat. It has been awesome. It has been my pleasure. Thank you so much. In my honor. Thank you so much for having me. I've learned so much. And please don't forget forget to go to com. sign up so you can get more information about the Authenticity Challenge. That's right. Check out the Authenticity Challenge and please go to her website, www.blackcountrygirl.com and let's support our thriving artists out there because she is doing her thing. And she's making us proud. Thanks again. I said you. I hope yes. you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much, Nat. I appreciate you having me on your show. All Take right. Care. Thank you. This was Chatting with Nat with Seche. Afro country artist such a yes. This is Natalie Jean. This is Natalie Jean. Until next time. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.